This is Rama for Today. I remember in our hometown, little old Baptist lady, bless her heart, she didn't understand. She's 80-some-odd years of age. The last time I talked to her, I think 83, 84, 85. A little bitty woman, quiet-haired, and, and, and she didn't understand about tongues. But I tell you, that woman was born again, and she knew the move of the Holy Ghost. Because she said, you know, somebody asked me about this tongue bit and said, I don't know about it, I don't know. But said, I knelt to pray by a lady and she started speaking in that language and said, there's just a holy reverence came over me. Somebody asked me about it and I said, well, that's the Holy Ghost, that's what it is. Said, she's just on a different wavelength than what I am. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Keys to Successful Christian Living on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Many times there's turmoil in people's minds. There's upheaval in their emotional areas because they have not taken his yoke upon them and learned of him. How are we going to do it? How are we going to get our minds renewed? With the Word of God. Learn to think in line with God's Word. Learn, and if you don't know what God's Word said, you can't think like that. Think in line with God's Word. Train yourself that no matter what happens in life, if emergency arises, the first thing you think of is what does God's Word say? What does God's Word say? And begin to think right in line with what the Word says. And you'll find peace as you couldn't have any other way. Amen. Isn't that right? You know, if you think after, you know, like, like man thinks, or the world thinks, you know, that's what it said here, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing your mind. Then you'll think naturally, and it, it, you won't have peace. You just won't have peace. I remember one time my wife and I were preaching the western part of the nation, and and there was a minister of the gospel that went home to be with the Lord. Now, he was older, much older. So I, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 years older than his wife. And, and he just lived his life out, went home to be with the Lord, actually had a good and glorious home going. And, and we, we had, he had been a, a, a leader of his denomination. In fact, he had invited us to come preach camp meeting and preach in all the churches in his district or area. And, uh, and so uh, we were in meetings there and had in close by, and then we had to go on to another meeting in another state. But we went by after we'd learned that he'd passed away, you know, to offer our sympathy and condolences to his wife. And so uh, she's just all torn up, you see, emotionally, mentally. Well, I just took her in the living room, you know, and sat down with her in the couch with the Word of God by ourselves, and begin to point out scripture to her, you see. Now, what does the Bible say? You see, we, we ought to even at times like that. See, death hasn't been put underfoot yet. Now, it will be one day. And that'll be a glorious day. It's the last enemy. See, it's the last enemy that'll be put underfoot. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Glory to God. When, I, I, when that enemy, oh, hallelujah, is put underfoot. Amen. But it hasn't yet. I said it hasn't been put underfoot yet, but it will be. Yet right on the other hand, when death comes, we need to think in line with what God's Word said. 
And so I began to point out to her from Philippians, the first chapter, the 21st through the 23rd verses, where the Apostle Paul said, For me to live is Christ, and to die ends it all. It's hopeless and dark. No, no. To die is to gain. Gain. Glory to God. Now I said, you see, we think naturally, we think about me. I'm, um, you know, most tears are selfish. We think about me, poor old me. What am I going to do? I'm left. I. <laughs> oh, we might as well admit it. And, and, and then not only are we admit it, we might as well admit we're all in the same pot. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've all been there. Amen. Until we corrected ourselves. Amen. To depart be with Christ, which he said is gain. And he also used the term there, far better. Far better. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now notice that he said, nevertheless to abide in the flesh. Now the word abide means to live. Nevertheless to live in the flesh. See, he's going to live. It's not a matter that he died because he didn't. Amen. He's going to live, but he might not be living in the flesh. And so he said to live in the flesh is more needful for you because, see, he's writing to the Philippian church. If he's here, he could, he could write a letter to him. He could preach to him. He could be a blessing to him. He said, nevertheless, I'm in a strait. Did you ever get in a strait? Betwixt two. He said, you know, he, he's sort of wavering here between the two of them. Having a desire to depart. See, when the Christian dies, he departs. Where's he go? To depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Now, you see, it already used the term, it's to, to die is to gain. Well, that's sure not natural thinking, is it? I said, that's, no wonder he said, get your mind renewed. Don't think like the world. Don't be conformed to this world. What does he mean, don't be conformed? Don't think like the world thinks. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You get your mind renewed with the Word of God, you look at things differently. Amen. 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 Now I said to this lady, you know, if, if you had a son working for some company here, now this is many years ago, you see, uh, here in America, and, and so he just called you and just all happy, oh, mama, I said, you know, isn't it wonderful? The company just, just gave me a raise, and I'm going to make, you know, then... 1955, $100,000, we'd say, are going to make a million dollars a year now. And then all that, but they're going to furnish me, you know, a $500,000 home. Now then we'd say a million and a half, $2 million home, free of charge. Oh, and you'd just, just start going into his text, and oh, isn't that awful? He's going to live in a million and a half dollar home, isn't that terrible? He's going to make a million dollars. Oh, isn't that awful? No, what would you do? Why well, she said, I'd just start shouting. I said, start shouting. That's where your husband, he's gained. Glory to God. I'll tell you, it's just like a, it's just like a dark cloud lifted from her head. And she just started praising God to shout. She couldn't hardly be still. Hallelujah. Now why? She began to get her mind renewed with the word of God. And the peace began to flow in. <laughs> hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I remember in our hometown, little old Baptist lady, bless her heart, she didn't understand. She's 80 some odd years of age. Last time I talked to her, I think 83, 84, 85. A little bitty woman, white haired, 
And, and, and she didn't understand it by the tongue, but I tell you, that woman was born again, and she knew the move of the Holy Ghost. Because she said, you know, somebody asked me about this tongue bit. I said, I don't know about it. I don't know. But said, I knelt to pray by a lady, and she started speaking in that language, and said, there's just a holy reverence came over me. Somebody asked me about it, and I said, well, that's the Holy Ghost. That's what it is. <laughs> said, she's just on a different wavelength than what I am. <laughs> Hallelujah. But said, that was the Holy Ghost. And she's right. She's right. Well, this dear old Baptist lady, all of her children were in the fold except one. That is, his saved but one. He had been a veteran in World War Number One. You see, and I was talking to her. I'm talking about in the, the late Depression days, 1937-38, you see. And, and so she, this boy had never been saved. Even though he's raised up, she read the Bible to him when his little boy every day prayed with him, you know. And, and, and he had been uh, injured, you know, in the uh, wounded and so on, and and gassed in, in World War Number 1 and was in a veteran's hospital, about 49 years old. And, and so they, they said he's going to die. So he said to the doctor, uh, I, I want to go home to die. But the doctor said, you'd never make it. You'd die before you get there. No, he said, I want to see my mother. Well, can she come here? No, he said, uh, my mother's 80-some-odd years old. And then he said to the doctor, we, they went by train in those days, you know, the late 30s. Put me on the train. I, I want to go home. And when I get home, now they see they had the cam ambulance to the train. They had the cam ambulance from the train to home. He said, I remember as a little boy, I'd be playing around, you know, and Mama would, you know, when I wasn't in school and before I started school. And Mama would get through with the breakfast dishes and so on. The other kids is off, you know, in school. And Dad's off working. And she'd always go sit on the front porch in an old rocking chair and read the Bible. And she would call me and say, Son, come. And I'd go and I'd kneel there and lay my head in her lap. And she'd lay hands on me and pray over me. And he said, Doctor, I want to go home. And I want to kneel by that same old rocking chair and lay my head in Mama's lap and say, Mama, I want your Jesus. I never did accept him, but I want to, and I want to do it there. I know I could here. And that doctor said, well, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll try to get you there. We'll just give you all the shots we can, you know, and so on, and, and give you something to take with, along with you. And so the, he got there. I'm aware of the fact when he came. And, uh, and, and he did that very thing. When they brought him, when they started to carry him in to the house, his mother standing there on the old front porch of the old family home. He said to the fellas carrying the stretcher, wait a minute, fellas, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mama, sit down there in that old rocker. Same old rocking chair after 50 years still sitting there on the front porch. Mama, he, he said, fellas, help me get off this stretcher. Carry me over there and I'm going to kneel there and put my head in Mama's lap. And he found Jesus. And he began to shout and praise God. Well, she said to me, you know, of course, we were Baptists and I was too then. But she said, I, I, I couldn't take care of him by myself, 80 some odd years. So I got a nurse and the nurse happened to be Pentecostal. And she asked me, could I get my pastor to come pray with him? Oh, yes, yes, and he wanted him to come. So he came and began to talk to him about being healed. And he had these awful spells and just nearly died. And, and, and so he said to the pastor and his mother, said, no, no, I don't want to be healed. No, no, I made such a mess of my life and it's, it's all gone, but I, I just want to go on home. Don't y'all pray to God to heal me. Pray that I go on home. And this dear little Baptist woman said, I just laid hands on him and said, Lord, he, he's ready. He's the last one into the fold now. Just let him come on home. 
and in 30 minutes time he'd gone home well she let her Baptist pastor read the obituary and prayer but she wanted to because he loved this Pentecostal preacher so well to preach a funeral and some of those Pentecostal people told me you know one of them said to me said uh, I'd be seen anything I've ever seen in my life Pentecostal now full knuckle said that Baptist woman so glad her son died said she's just shouting all up and down the aisles because she died <laughs> Now, see, that poor fellow's Pentecostal never got his mind renewed to the Word of God. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled Built to Last, also the book from Reverend Lynette Hagen, Along the Way, and the CD, The Love Walk, by Kenneth E. Hagen. All this for $19.95. That's $10.90 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Don't forget, we have Rainbow Bible Church, Oklahoma City, 8921 Northwest Expressway. We meet on Sunday night at 6 p.m. And so if you're in the area, come and join us. Experience Sunday morning on Sunday, Sunday night. night. That's right. We also have a Mother's Day special offer. You can find out more about this at rhema.org. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing message on keys to successful Christian living. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.